Hi, I'm Julius, 37. And I'm Mars, 40. I live in Germany with my wife, our two sons, and our two dogs. And I live in the Netherlands with my wife, our son, and our dog. We are both entrepreneurs together with our wives. And next to that, I am also employed. We live very busy lives with very few spare time. So we need to make sure we get the most out of our days. We want to live healthy, develop ourselves, and challenge ourselves. And together with that, we want to be good husbands. And a fun dad. And that's why we're sticking to a strict regime. For 75 consecutive days. Welcome to Fatherly Grid, thriving through 75 hard. Yes. Welcome everybody to the next episode of Fatherly Grid, thriving through 75 hard. Week two is in the books. Yes. It was an interesting week. And of course, with me, as you hear him already, is Mars. Hello, hello. <laughs> and we kick it right off because we have to save as much time as we can. So Mars, how is it? I'm good. I'm good. And you? I'm good. Uh, I'm hurting. You're hurting. Yeah, my ankle is killing me and I have to figure out how I'm going to continue my outdoor workouts because I was constantly walking, as you know. Yeah. And that's not possible anymore. I upped my steps from like 12,000 to an average of 14,500 now. And I feel like my body is not too happy with that decision. <laughs> but what, what happened? Do you know what triggered the pain in your ankle? Um, I think it's more over exhaustion, maybe, that I overdone it. And I, I just look at my Fitbit now and I have already, again, 12,600 steps for today. So looking out for my step count, yeah, it's difficult with kids when you're constantly running around and getting stuff done. Yeah, we have to see how it will develop. Maybe I'm going to see like an orthopedic or something at some point when it's not getting better. I have like lotion and I'm cooling it and stuff like that, so... Let's see. It's a cartilage problem, right? I'm not even sure if that's the main problem, but from time to time, it feels like that something is slipping. So um, maybe the ligaments, yeah, maybe there is a specific issue with the ligaments where some, because it's always like makes like a weird noise and then it hurts. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It, it hurts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Donald ducking your ankle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I actually, I never take bath, but I, I bought like some sport, like relaxation bath salts. And, and then I jumped in the bathtub like three times last week too. Yeah. And I started again lifting heavy. Lifting heavy is also, my body is not thanking me for that. I'm sore. Big weights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How does it feel? <laughs> it feels good. Fits good. I haven't yeah. lifted that heavy in forever. Yeah, you, you showed me you showed me a picture of a dumbbell of uh, 40 kilograms. Yeah, and that That's... is one my one-handed row. But and that is yeah. going pretty well based on the fact that I was rowing so much that my back is in pretty good shape. Bench press is more like a girl's average, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, you'll still you'll still beat me at bench press. Don't worry. Yeah, but overall, everyone's healthy. This week was was well. Uh, last week, everybody was well, and at least on that front, 
it was quiet and we had a nice weekend um so yeah was good hey and the bath is a good thing as well because you can do your reading there yeah no i watched louder milk do you know can, do you know louder milk it's a it's no. a it's a cool netflix on netflix it's a tip for everybody who is listening in it's uh it's a fun show <laughs> free tip free tip we'll yeah. put it in the show notes we should put it in the show notes as always <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do that yeah, no issue um, on the. Um, uh, we keep it. Sh I feel like let's keep it short on the um, on the checklist. So, um, the only issue I had was last night since the NFL playoffs are still going, and I was so so in playoff mode that I almost forgot my second work second workout. I had my rowing machine out already. It was ready to go, but it was already I think ten thirty or something like that, and. <laughs> I was more likely on the sofa and in more like a TV watching, okay, I'm going to fall asleep in the next 45 minutes. And then I realized, oh fuck, you have to jump on the rowing machine. And then I got back into kind of workout mode, wrote my 10 kilometers and then uh, <laughs> went back on the sofa. <laughs> And you could have easily combined those two things, right? Just rowing while yeah, watching NFL. Yeah. An hour earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I could have done yeah. that, but I didn't do it. Yeah. Was was this uh planning gone wrong? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was the night before wasn't too good with like I don't know why. So yeah, it was watching yeah. football got me all railed up and I was like, yeah, no time for workout. <laughs> But for the rest, you managed everything from uh, yeah. from the list. Yeah, drinking wasn't a, the water is no problem at all. And I realized I drink way more because we have bottled yeah. water all around the house, and I'm constantly drinking the other. And then I realized you should take care of the gallon, Julius. Not just because I have, you know, as you know, I have my big bottle, and this is my benchmark. When it's empty, I'm done. And uh, reading, I just I uh, just finished the the book. I read from Search and Panda with a circadian code. That's amazing. It's a tip for I, I'm I'm telling everyone to read it because it gives you so much insights how your body works, how your body interacts, all kind of the the organs and all senses interact with each other and how it's really moving the all the inner parts. It's it's super interesting. And how sleep is connected to your eating and yeah, it's a tip, really, really. If you would would like to learn more how your body functions and how your inner clock works, make sure you read that book. <laughs> there was this fun fact from from Uberman that he actually mentioned that when he goes traveling, he travels with a, a, an extra light bulb. Mm -hmm. I think indeed a red one that yeah. he brings to a hotel yeah. and he switches the light yeah. for a red one. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> super, super weird. <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> yeah he he yeah i feel like Huber, it's so interesting to see there are a lot of like youtube videos where people for example try huberman's morning routine and stuff like that or like huberman's daily routines and that is not i wouldn't be so i wouldn't be capable of doing that because there's so much i and for first of all i don't want to do a cold plunge that's not my I, cold showers from time to time, yes. And I just learned that a cold plunge has the same amount of output for dopamine than cocaine, but the the lasting effect is seven times longer than 
consuming cocaine. The other hand is wow. that when you do every ice bath every day, your body is like unlearning the capability of healing itself because the cold bath is heavily helping with like inflammation and stuff like that. But when you stop, mm -hmm. um, your body has difficult to kind of take all the tasks back in full effect than which the ice bath took over. This is interesting because this would this would sort of tackle the Wim Hof method mm -hmm. a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just read it's it yesterday in an article about because I was thinking about getting myself an ice bath just because everyone's doing it. And I wanted to see how it is, but no, I don't think I'm the right person <laughs> to do that. I, I want to do a cold plunge somewhere during this 75 hard challenge. My, uh, my mother-in-law, she does it on a regular basis and she invited me uh, to come along and I told myself, okay, let's just try some things uh, which are definitely out of my box. So the cold plunge is one of the things that I want to try. And um, uh, I got sent some videos with uh, breath work, uh, like breathing routines, and I want to try those out as well. And as soon as I've done that, I'll, uh, I'll share it here on the pod. Yeah, cool. And you, you, we had to postpone the recording for a day. You come down with a fever and you are home alone, more likely with a dog and Ziggy. <laughs> yeah. Your wife is having a good time in Paris. Yeah, she is. She is actually on her way back home as we speak. She's in the train uh, back to Rotterdam right now, uh, arriving in uh, 25 minutes there. No, yeah, she um, she was having a good time. She is there for a fashion fair to uh, look for new brands and new uh, fashion um, uh, trends and get inspired uh, by uh, by boutiques in Paris, obviously. And um, yeah, I, I got a bit illish on thursday so we had our week off uh, last week and uh, my wife left on saturday morning early and on thursday we uh, together we went to the sauna and yeah uh, somewhere halfway through all the sauna sessions I, I really started feeling cold i started you know like this little shiver and mm. i was like okay I'm, I'm i'm just gonna have to go to the relax area and sleep for a, a short while and um, when i got back home it turned out i had a uh, 80 uh, 38 degrees plus uh, fever and uh yeah uh, the sauna triggered uh, something so um i started reading a bit about it and uh, probably was a good thing because if the sauna like if you don't go to the sauna it probably I, it would have been lingering in my body anyways but um yeah it made it a bit more challenging uh, to do the challenge and uh having to take care of uh, ziggy and the dog but luckily, I uh, I managed. I did uh, all the groceries before Yosha left already, so food no problem. Uh, reading obviously was no problem either. I, I did my workouts like I changed it a bit. So where I wanted to do like uh, core workouts or some uh, weight workouts during uh, Ziggy's uh, sleeps, I um, I just did mobility, extra stretching. Um, I, I thought, okay, I can do a core workout, and you know, like wreck my uh, my health but that that's not the idea of for me of this challenge so yeah. um yeah a lot of stretching and luckily on sunday my parents-in-law um were uh, as kind as they always are to take over ziggy so i could <laughs> you know like relax for a complete day lay on the couch and my tip on netflix shameless ah. awesome series awesome series <laughs> Just to clarify, please read the books. Read your 10 pages before everybody. 
and then you are allowed to switch over to Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a fun story about the sauna because, you know, I, I said, okay, I need to take a rest. I need to take a slight nap. So we, we went into the restaurant, had a little bite, and then I laid down for a nap and uh, Yosha laid down for, um, yeah, to, to chill, to relax. And at a certain moment, I was woken up by someone in the relax area farting. <laughs> I, I, it, literally, I was sleeping. I heard the noise and I was like, what? And it took me about five seconds to realize it was me. <laughs> so I just decided to not open my eyes, not move, stay still, pretend to be asleep and hope that no one heard it. Yeah, which uh, Yosha obviously heard. <laughs> you farted yourself awake, more likely. <laughs> nice. Classic. That's, Classic. That's, that's, that's funny. But, but all the fun aside, I, I've noticed a couple of things. Like when I started doing this challenge, I always had difficulties waking up early. Um, now on a pretty regular basis, I get up at 6 a.m. or quarter to 6 and either do my reading in the morning or do a morning run or a workout. And it, it's getting easier and easier to get up that, that early. And I notice as well that when I've done that, I'm way more energetic and I'm way more fun towards uh, Yosha and Ziggy. So that's one of the things that I noticed. I have this watch, a Garmin watch just for running. But when I checked my heart rate, I saw that after a week in of the challenge, my resting heart rate dropped. Um, where it used to be below 60, just below 60, which in my opinion is too high. It, it dropped below 50, even as, as far down as uh, 43 uh, at night. Uh, so that's another thing that, that changed. And I noticed that my gut health has improved as well. It's not going into the story that you shared about it, your woods <laughs> uh, adventure. But when I do a big one on the toilet, it comes out in a good consistency <laughs> jesus christ and i'm sorry for that detail but this shows that you know like changing these habits being more active uh, giving your your physique but also your your mental part giving it enough rest and enough challenges uh, and eating healthy eating clean it's just really good for your uh, gut as well and you know there's a lot of things uh, written about the gut being uh, the starting point of stress. So I think good gut health is uh, is very important for you as well. Yeah, congrats. Congrats for that. Nice one. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and my wife noticed and mentioned that I'm happier. I'm, I'm more, more fun. I'm more positive as well. So that's... Um, the main reason because you have to talk to me weekly and we exchange te text messages like 15 times a day talk about all the stuff that's going on that's absolutely reason number one <laughs> <laughs> sounds really good the heart rate thing i have similar i'm not as so my lowest point when i sleep is like 42 over the last couple of days but yeah. my resting heart rate is always around like 60 so my average heart i think it's a I'm not sure what when i look at it it's the average in when I'm like sitting and doing nothing is like around between 60 and 65. It, it goes up and down yeah. from time to time. And I still haven't figured out why it's lower or why it's higher that day. I think that the resting heart rate that I mentioned is the one asleep. Oh, asleep. Sorry. 
Oh, then it's in the 40s. Yeah. Wow, that's really good. Did you notice a, a drop in your uh, sleeping heart rate when you started doing the 75 heart challenge? Maybe the, the first one you did? Yeah, it, yeah, it significantly went down. I think 10, 10 beats from like 50 down to 40, 42, 43. Yeah, somewhere cool. around that. Yeah, so you, see, you saw the same as I do. That's but it's still like it didn't got back on the level it was before. I think one of the reason was because I never stopped working out. Yeah, yeah, that's I think obviously good that, as well. That's that's a good reason. Yes. So so you know, aside from like the fever, um, you didn't have any issues. That's great. No, there was one evening where I um, had difficulties keeping my eyes open while reading the book because um, I had to read it in the evening. I do have to mention something about the book. As, as our listeners might know, I'm reading the 80-20 principle. So there's a, an Italian guy, Pareto, in the 1800s, he found out that a lot of things are divided uh, like in an 80-20 kind of way. So 80% of the wealth is in the hands of 20% of the population. 80% of the land was in the hands of 20% of the population in Italy. And if you, if you take this further, you can, you know, like put it on business. You can put it on your private life, et cetera. And the idea is that 80% of the most positive outcome comes from 20% of the things, of the activities, of the items, of the customers. And th this writer, <laughs> he managed to put, to, use 20% of his book to reach 80% of the outcome. Because in my opinion, only 20% of this book is good. The rest is repetition, repetition, boring stuff, not coming to uh. the point. It's in the beginning, like the first part, it was super interesting. But after a while, you just notice like, okay, this guy is just, you know, like he's, he's rewriting the same things in a different way. <laughs> So he's living his principle. Yeah. So I would definitely not recommend people to read this book, but read into the principle itself. And I, I got mm -hmm. two things that I want to use it for. And I now know what I want to use it for. One of the things is if you look at your private time, you spend it with, you know, like 20% of the activities or people that you spend it with cause you 80% of the joy that you get and it it actually it says okay you need to find out which 20 percent is it so which people which activities what is bringing this 80 percent of happiness to your life and if you want to increase your happiness focus on that 20 percent and make that larger forget about the other 80 percent his idea is okay don't put any energy into that 80%. So don't go to the people that don't give you energy. I think that may be socially a bit unaccepted, but yeah, focus on the 20% that brings you the most joy. Um, so that's some, one of the things that I want to start doing more, especially as well with activities. And the other thing is if you look at the business, for us, it's the shop. I want to have a look at what is the 20% of brands or items that are bringing 80% of our revenue slash profit and focus yeah. more on that. Put our marketing budget and marketing activities on that. Pinpoint those in our store a bit better, you know, like give it a more dominant position uh, for, the, for the customer's eye. And obviously this 20% and 80%, it can also be 30, 70, 30, 
90. It doesn't necessarily have to be 2080. It doesn't necessarily have to be added up to 100. But, you know, like the idea is it's a small amount which causes a huge amount. Yeah, okay. It's funny that you mentioned like focusing on specific stuff because as I told you, when I'm kind of walking and biking and stuff like that, I'm listening to book on tapes and I'm listening to Grit right now. Can't tell you the author, but it's a famous book. And she said something interesting I, I thought about last night, which was she talked to Warren Buffett and asked him kind of what's your yeah. secret and how how do you develop your grit and how do you do and he's told her so every year i make a list of like the six to ten most important things which i would like to accomplish in the next year and then i really think hard about this goals and i pick three and ditch the rest yeah so i i make the final decision okay these are because i i'm not able to focus on 10 things at a time so i'm making a hard decision okay i'm going to choose out of this 10 main goals i had three and i'm going to focus and get my full attention on those three goals and does he does he mention how he decides which three it's going to be no he just decides and makes the decision there is no like what is the most important i think it comes down to what is the most important thing to me would what i would like to accomplish the next year yeah and i think that's an interesting approach but on the other hand, you can make it more like super general where you said, okay, I want to focus more on develop my family and be more loving or example, or for example, or get more content out for my podcast or I want to push my podcast business or whatever. So the, unfortunately, she didn't got in way into detail how narrow it has to be this target to be to mm. come on that list. But I, I think it was an interesting approach. It's also interesting to know then, like, okay, how does he deal with ditching those other ones? Does he ever think about them and, and feel a bit guilty? Uh, or I, I, I don't think so. On the other hand, I feel like Warren Buffett, Buffett has so much fuck you money that he's, why, why do you have goals? Just enjoy. You're like 150 years old, so there's not much time left. So just enjoy the time. <laughs> enjoy the rest of the time you have and do your trading, whatever, but just chill, dude. No, no, no. <laughs> really. Have your trading been done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but that's, that's something that I sometimes th think of, you know, like these really successful people. When do they, do they ever think, okay, you know what? I can, I can step back. I can let other people do the work for me and still earn tons of money and focus more on friends, family, loved ones. No, I've seen that so many times that really, especially in my field, like in the field of law, when you have super successful lawyers, they can't stop working. They just going to work constantly. And if they stop, they die. <laughs> yeah. Based on... Kind of the amount of work and the stress and the body is so in stress mode that I feel like that I that I that they really don't. And you have this is grit. I feel like this is grit. This is hungriness, and I want to accomplish something. And I think it's it's hard for a lot of people just to stop and enjoy the fruits of their labor. Yeah, because they're so driven of being successful and accomplish things and. Standing still is death. 
standing still is death but you could invest more in like your personal development but i think when you're in a specific level people feel like they don't they there is no need for them to develop more because they're already accomplished you know but the, this sentence standing still is death it's an interesting one because in a way they're standing still as well right they're standing still on the on the part of life where they don't want to put their energy in whichever yeah, that is that's so true. yeah yeah i don't know i would i would kick it definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> Hey, this, this podcast is called Fatherly Grid, right? Yeah. Should we talk a bit about that stuff? Yeah, let's do that stuff. <laughs> and we are already way too, way too deep again <laughs> yeah. into the timing. So yes, I think the last time we got another small ta task to think about, which in hindsight, I feel like is a little bit too dark, but uh, we are going <laughs> to get back on the fun train on the next episode. So um, the question of the week was, uh, what is your biggest regret? So do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Spoke with Yosha about this one in, during our sauna session. Like, okay, what am I gonna, what am I gonna say? And actually quite quickly popped in my head, as you know, but the listeners, well, some listeners will know, is that my dad passed away in 2014. So this coming November, it's, it's been 10 years. And one of the things that I had never said to him was, I love you. I, I have never told him I love him. And without going into, you know, like the emotional path of losing your father or a relative or your loved one, I think not having said I love you to him is one of the biggest regrets I have. And we started talking about it, my wife and I, and we don't want this to happen with Siggy, you know? We don't want him to have never heard I love you or not remember having heard I love you, but also not him never telling us that he loves us. So this is something that, you know, like if we talk about fatherhood or parenthood, this is something we really actively want to focus on that we're a loving family and that saying I love you or expressing your emotions, whichever those are, is safe. You know, you have to be able to do that at home with us, also with other people, but especially as well with us. How are, how are you and your wife with that topic and the kids? I think we overdo it from time to time. <laughs> 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 I think saying we love us is a constant sentence in a household from time to time i feel like when my kids leave the room say yeah okay i'm going upstairs love you dad and obviously i say back so i made it to a rule when we leave the house when one single person is leaving the house uh, everybody gets a hug and it said i love you because there's always a chance that you get hit by a satellite which is falling from the sky yeah. And leaving a house, and I feel like that's important. That's a, 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 a staple rule in my household. I'm, I'm a data analyst. I think the statistics here are very low with the satellite coming. <laughs> Better safe than sorry, I feel Absolutely. like. Absolutely. I think that's a really kind of a generational thing with like our parents not as emotional, open, and... yeah. Yeah, and I, I and I agree, and I that was the first thing I wanted to. Even when I'm angry with my kids or we have a conflict, 
I always say, just to clarify, I love you. This is not because I don't love you or I don't appreciate you as my son, but you idiot already broke the rules again. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I get a bit agitated because um, I, we have a couple of rules in this household. And if you're not following them, there will be consequences. So, uh, but again, I, I think we emphasize about that. We, we love our kids and make sure that they know. Yeah. And I feel like from time to time a little bit too much, but what is too much? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and you've got two kids and they're older, two boys. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, and they're older than Ziggy, obviously. What is the point uh, where you don't kiss them anymore? I'm kissing my kids, not on the mouth, but I'm kissing my kids constantly for like no particular reason. But interestingly, and I think that is something you should consider as well. So because I read it. So when my kids, for example, ask for a hug, or can we just hug each other? I said, of course we can. And I let them hug me as long as they want to. Because I yeah. read that hugging your parent is like getting your emotional batteries kind of refilled, something like that. And I'm I'm doing that now for I for one or two months. I I didn't know that before. Obviously, okay. I hugged my kids, and it's, but I never I let go at some <clears throat> point. But now I don't let go, and I just wait till they let go, and then I let them off. Uh, does that get awkward sometimes? That you're thinking like, okay, we're standing here now for a long time already. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and they're heavy. Most of the time, they want on my arm, so they're jumping on me, and I have <laughs> to hold like a. 35 to 40, no, 40 is Didn't too much, like out. 35 kilos heavy kid clinching on my neck and just hugging me. And I was just standing there and just like, yeah, I should prepare lunch now, but I can't because I have a kid on my, on my neck. But yeah. yeah, but I think that's the small things that increase the relationship with your kids, especially when you got into a fight or you have an issue that I make sure that you're still kind of emotionally available for them and they know that they can come along and hug you and that you love them. Yeah. 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 What is the nicest thing of being a father? <sighs> That's a deep one, isn't it? That's difficult. I don't know. I don't know either what the, the, the nicest thing is in general, but I think the nicest thing right now is that Ziggy is now one and a half years old. And now is the time where he, you know, like he has his own character and he is making jokes. He's looking at you, he's responding to you, uh, these kind of things. And I love that. I love him, you know, like copying me whenever I, I don't know, I'm sitting there just drinking from the water bottle and he takes a water bottle and does it as well. And I say cheers and he says cheers, these kind of things. I love it. What I didn't like is the, and I'll be honest here, I didn't like I liked it way, way less. It was the baby period. I mean, it's beautiful, you know, like a baby, it's magic, uh, how it's being created to how it's been born, but I couldn't do anything with it. And, you know, like it's, it's a, a woman, they, you know, it grows inside of them. So they have this natural bonding and everything. And I think yeah. for a dad, it's super difficult. And in the beginning, you're just, you know, like it's so breakable and, I really, you know, like you do it, you know, obviously you do it. You, you change the diaper, you make sure he gets fed, you make sure that he survives because he won't without you. 
but you know like the fun starts as soon as well right now more or less for me one and a half years old a couple of months early but you can start making dad jokes at some point yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the best thing <laughs> yeah while they were small um the the thing i hated the most was the sleep deprivation i just getting up at night and changing diapers and oh yeah that was exhausting but i feel like what i love the most is that you obviously you have negative flaws which they pick up from time to time so they already can swear in like the english language pretty good oh nice one yeah but on the other hand when you try when you try to lead for example and try to be a good role model and you realize from time to time that all the positive stuff you're trying to implement is also being displayed. I think that's cool. Yeah. And yeah, I, I grew up in a pretty kind of conservative and like performance driven environment. And I've, I, I'm trying to disconnect from that and be like, you don't, have, so my, my main principle is my son, my biggest, my older son is really good in school and he, but when he gets, home with a two or something like that he's not too happy on a b in that terms yeah he's not too happy because he is normally ace but he, i'm going with the principle to say if you're happy with your performance and you can say okay i gave a hundred percent and i fed into it and that's the result it is what it is yeah exactly right and don't hung yourself up on grades and stuff like that because it doesn't say anything about how much you invested in it. Because if you're happy with the input, you can be happy with the output because you invested everything you had. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the small things, but <sighs> kids growing up, it's having kids is difficult. It's really difficult. <laughs> and nobody's t talking about that. And me as a person who's not as patient. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a really impatient I'm a really impatient person and having kids especially kind of boys and younger boys it it's a challenge. Yeah. I am um, I have the same. I'm very impatient. So it's a bit of a mirror to me. So whenever Ziggy is becoming uh, well he's he's getting pretty impatient as well. I think that's probably normal, you know, as soon as they are hungry and cannot talk yet it's like you know they, they can ah, ah these noises they make it can really get under your skin uh, I, I need to tell myself more than once a day to count till 10 and say okay he just cannot express himself yet uh, don't get mad you get annoyed by this sound but he cannot help that and this is something which is really an eye-opener like how few patients i actually have so that's that's something I really, you know, like I want to work on. Uh... Buckle up, my friend. That's just the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they become toddlers and pubers and oh God. Yes. It's an interesting journey, I would say. And not many people are talking about that kind of challenges, I feel like. But we already we already come to an end. So I think should I cover? Should I talk about my regret the next time, at least? Because if I start talking about it, I think we are going to lose another ten minutes. Or do you want me to to talk about? No, it we now? can we can do it for a next episode. Okay, let's do that. And I feel like this small journey into uh, the situation of fatherhood is way more interesting than 
my story. So we have to come to an end, but obviously, what do you expect for next week? And how any anything already in plan? Did you relax? So did you feel like a little bit more relaxed since you had a week off? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was really nice. The first two days we had Ziggy, uh, which was really nice. Um, really some family quality time. And um, the last couple of days uh, we brought Ziggy to the daycare and we were able to really take it easy. Um, I mean, you know, go, f go to the sauna for a day, which was amazing. We, we literally didn't think of work after half an hour. I think the first half hour we both were, you know, like work, 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 a bit things in our head. And then afterwards we could, you know, shut off and that was perfect. A bit of shame that I got a bit illish, but yeah, what to do next week nothing big actually the only big thing is i went to the doctor last week and got my blood work done at least i got my blood taken a blood sample taken um, because i had this issue with my blood glucose level the doctor said okay don't worry too much about it uh, it's probably nothing because when i look at your health stats for the rest it looks good But just to be sure, as I'm 40, he wants to uh, check for a couple of things like cholesterol and some other things. So yeah. somewhere in the coming days, I will get the results. So on the next podcast, I can probably uh, tell you guys about it. Cool. And you? Anything nice for the week? Yeah, I'm going to get my blood work done on Thursday. So I'm going to ask for like vitamin D, um, blood sugar in comparison, uh, testosterone and all all. I, I normally take that annually anyways to kind of monitor my health. Yeah, and we are going to be on a party on Saturday, not uh, in Lübeck, but in Kiel. So, and my in-laws are living in Kiel. So we are going to drop off the kids at my in-laws and we rented out a really nice hotel, uh, uh, hotel room. So uh, with a gym and a sauna, uh, so gym and spa. So the plan is to uh, go there, pretty early in the day, drop off the kids, go to the hotel, hit the gym, work out, hit the sauna, so get the second workout in, and then go to the party and have like water. <laughs> nice. Sounds good. Yeah. But that is the the highlight. The low light, by the way, um, I just got an info that the daycare is closed, potentially till the rest of the week because of illness. Oh, so I now have to figure out what I'm going to do with the younger one. So, yeah, that's all my Ooh. planning. I have like three recordings scheduled this week in the morning. So I potentially have to call my mom for support. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that an option usually? Yeah, that's an option. Yeah. But oh, I'm going to report nice. next week how that went down and... If I had to reschedule or everything went smoothly, we'll see. Yeah. And I hope that your ankle will um, will not. Yeah, that's that's painful. the most interesting part. Yeah, we have to yeah. see how that turns out. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Mars, thank you for taking the time. I hope you get fully back on track. And by the way, when I look at your face, I feel like it, it already got a little bit smaller. I'm not sure if that's the camera. Or I, if that's reality. Because I got a haircut, so it it looks yeah. a bit, you know, like. <laughs> With, I don't know. <laughs> just, <laughs> no clue. Just, just something I saw. Yeah. 
for everybody, please subscribe to every channel available. Um, we actually have a YouTube channel now where we upload uh, kind of highlight videos from time to time and other stuff. Follow us on Instagram if you want to. But as we said, leave a like, leave a comment on, one, on whatever platform you would like to. And we're looking forward to talk to you next week. Yes. Thank you. And if you like it, spread the word, spread the podcast. <laughs> yes, spread the podcast. That's really important. True. All right. Thanks a lot, Julius. Thanks a lot, listeners. Have a great rest of your week. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.